by day, day by day, by day, by day. Welcome to today's program, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. The first Sunday in 2022, time sure moves quickly. I'm going to begin today, we've moved into the time in the world where uh, there are so many imposters wanting to be God. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1, in many separate visions and revelations, each one of which set forth a portion of the truth, and in different ways God spoke of old to our forefathers and by his prophets. But in the last days he has spoken to us in the person of the Son, whom he appointed heir and lawful owner of all things, also by him through whom he created the world's and the reaches of space and the ages of time. He made, produced, built, operated, and arranged them in order. He is the sole expression of the glory of God. He is the sole expression of the glory of God. Being the outraying or radiance of the eternal God. He is the perfect imprint and the very image of God's nature. He upholds and maintains and guides and propels the universe by his mighty word of power. When he had, by offering himself up, he accomplished the cleansing and the forgiveness of our sins and the riddance of our guilt. He sat down at the right hand. After he had done all this, he sat down at the right hand of his majesty, the majesty on high. 
taking a place and rank by which he himself became much more superior, much more superior to angels as the glorious name and the title which he has inherited is far above and different from and more excellent than theirs. For to which of the angels did God ever say, You are my son. Today I have begotten you. Today I have established you in an official sonship relation with kingly dignity. And again, I will be to him a father. He will be to me a son. Moreover, when he brings the firstborn son again into the world, he says, into the cosmos, he says, let all the angels of God worship him. Verse 7, referring to the angels, he says, God, who makes his angels winds and his ministering servants flames of fire. But as to the Son, he says to him, Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. Your throne, O God, is forever and ever to the angels, to the ages of the ages, and the scepter of your kingdom is a scepter of absolute righteousness, of justice and straightforwardness. Verse 9. You have loved righteousness. You've delighted in integrity, virtue, uprightness in purpose, thought, and action. You have hated lawlessness, injustice, and iniquity. Therefore God, even your God, even your God has anointed you with the oil of exult, exultant joy and gladness above and beyond your companions. Verse 10. And further, you, Lord, did lay the foundation of the earth in the beginning, and the heavens are the works of your hands. They will perish, but you remain and continue permanently. They will grow old and wear out like a garment, like a mantle thrown about oneself. You will roll them up, they will be changed and replaced, but you remain the same, and your year and your years shall never end nor come to failure. Verse 13, Besides, to which of the angels has he ever said, Sit at my right hand, associated with me in my royal dignity, till I make your enemies a stool for your feet? Final verse in in Hebrews chapter 1, verse 14. Are not the angels all ministering spirits, spirits, ministering spirits or servants sent out in the service of God for the assistance of those who
who are to inherit salvation. It is very clear in the book of Hebrews that the angels with all their power, with all their glory, with all their activity, with their brilliance, their intellect, their eternal nature, their invisible nature, they are far inferior to the Son of God. In the world today, there are deceiving spirits that have gone out, deceived men, people who are claiming to be God with the powers of God who are proclaiming to be Christ but Hebrew says no there is only one who has been appointed to the position as the anointed one appointed by God to carry out an eternal purpose I'm going to read Isaiah 9 6 for unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, or the Father of Eternity, the Prince of Peace. A mystery in the churches of God, a mystery to ancient Israel, was the Godhead. God is one, but in the Godhead, it is a Godhead, it is a plurality. In Genesis one twenty seven God said, Let us make man in our image of the plurality of the Godhead. Let us make man in our image. After our likeness, God created man. The matter of the uh, what we in the churches through the last 2,000 years, the mystery of a trinity, the plurality of God, the Apostle Paul made it tangible in the book of Romans, chapter 8. And this is a, a uh, revelation of the Word of God, but not only a revelation of the Word of God, but the revelation of the experience that God intended His children to have. And as I get into the day's program, this Christ, this individual that came, John in 1 John said that we saw Him, we handled Him, we touched Him, we heard him. He spoke to us. With our own ears, he heard. We heard him. 
He was our teacher. We saw him. We actually physically touched him. We heard him. We were with him. And this, this individual is now heir of all things. And very shortly, Christ is coming back to take what has been given to him, what was given to him that was usurped by the devil. He is coming to take back his inheritance. The kingdoms of the world are soon to become the kingdoms of our Lord, of our Lord and His Christ. It says in in Revelation chapter 19 verse 10, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. The testimony of Yeshua is the spirit of prophecy. One thing, one way to know Christ is to know Him through prophecy because prophecy speaks to Him, speaks about Him. He was, He is, He is to come. He was life eternal prior to the foundations of the world being created. He existed. He has existed from the time that the worlds were created to the present. He actually suffered death, but was raised from the dead because of the life, the eternal life that was in him. And he is coming again for eternity. He will exist. Paul said, not doctrinally, but for our experience. Paul said, verse chapter Romans, chapter eight, verse one. There is now no, no there is now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who live and walk not after the dictates of the flesh, but after the Spirit. This is the Amplified Version. I'm going to go back to the King James. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and of death. For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending His own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin, condemned sin in the flesh, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. 
For to be fleshly minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the fleshly mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So they, so they, so then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Now, this is where Paul expounds on the ex experience of the Trinity or the plurality of God in experience. This is verse 8. Romans 8, 8. But you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. If so be that the Spirit of God if the Spirit of God dwells in you. The Spirit of God. Now if any man have not the Spirit of Christ. Paul goes from the Spirit of God to the Spirit of Christ. He is none of his. The clear implication that the Spirit of God and the Spirit of the and the Spirit of Christ are the same. Both dwell within you. And if Christ be in you, he, he sets it, He stamps it. If, the, if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin. But the Spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the Spirit of Him, the Spirit of Him that raised up Jesus from the dead, dwell in you. You go from the Spirit of God, the Spirit of Christ, Christ being in you, and if the Spirit of Him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, He that raised up Christ from the dead shall also give life to your mortal bodies by His Spirit that dwells in you. So, now the mystery of the plurality of God is solved. It is not head knowledge only. It is the experience of every born-again Christian. The Spirit of God, the Spirit of Christ, Christ be in you, the Spirit of Christ be in you, then He that raised up Christ from the dead, the Spirit of God dwells in you and shall give life to your dead body, to your mortal body. Now I lay this foundation to take you into today's program. The apostles, uh, there's a mystery, there's a misunderstanding and can be about Apostles. There are people today in evangelical, it's only in evangelical Christianity. You don't hear a lot of talk about apostles in the Catholic Church, Lutheran Church, Presbyterian, 
But in the evangelical churches, especially the Pentecostals, there's much talk about apostle this, a husband and wife, apostolic team. No such thing as women apostles. I know that it's a hard within uh, the Pentecostalism. They feel there are women that can be apostles. It's not biblical. Not scriptural. But this is part of the apostasy that Christ said would take place and the Apostle Paul stated would take place at the end of the world. There would be a, an apostasy and the apostasy would affect the order, God's order of who would be the, by the, the teachers, the pastors, the evangelists, the apostles and the prophets. Every Christian can have to a, a, a degree an experience of these administrations. But it is God who chooses who those who are going to are called to function in those administrations especially in the administration of an apostle. Those who state they are apostles, if they deviate in any way toward sound, away from sound doctrine, then they, they are to be, there's to be a check mark, a question mark. They are to be watched. The apostles God appointed to keep the teachings and the ways and the instructions of Jesus Christ. His teachings, they were to teach what Christ teached in reality, what he taught, what he instructed, the ways. There was an order. There's a an order in the body of Christ. People don't like that term hierarchy. They don't like that term order because in evangelical Christianity it means people who are not called to positions of responsibility are not allowed those positions. And in America, the way it is, you know, we have free will. If we are gifted, talented, we have abilities naturally, we can start businesses, we can do whatever we would like. But we're not dealing with business in the world. We're talking about the souls of men. People... Uh, that are in ministry, that are careless, there are, they're affecting the futures, the present, the futures, and eternity of people. So the apostles, they were the ones who were ordained to keep the teachings of, 
and teachings of Christ and the instructions of Christ. This is why Paul was so dynamic, if you want to use that word. He might have been dynamic, but the thing is with Paul as a someone who was raised in Judaism he knew the importance of the jot and the tittle he knew the importance of he said that he kept the commandments of God just in the flesh well outwardly he did but inwardly he knew that his sin nature he was at war with it. But he knew that he was able to keep the commandments in a natural sense because he knew the commandments. And when he was converted, he took the experience and the teachings. Actually, he took the teachings and they they became part of his experience. So that this this is why he stated that he was not the least of the apostles because he knew the law. We'll be back and continue. Be careful when you're dealing with a conspiracy theorist. You may end up with a whole lot more truth than you're used to handling. This has been a public service announcement from KHNC. You can buy gold just about anywhere in the world from all kinds of different dealers. So why do you use the Patriot Trading Group? 20 years of service, just like that. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, just like that. Lowest prices, just like that. No solicitation, just like that. Buying or selling, just like that. For all your gold and silver needs, call the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592, just like that. Do you want amazing Greek food with a great atmosphere and customer service? Well, Cafe Athens has got your back. Call them at 970-619-8467. Carrie and his team are great supporters of our station, so give them a try right away. They have everything from gourmet burgers, gyros, and overall quality Greek food. Located at the Promenade Shops at Sentara and Loveland. Again, call 970-629-8467. The best traditional Greek food in Northern Colorado. Hi, I'm Joey DeQuint, and I'm here to help you protect and build your wealth so you and your family can live your best life no matter what the world throws at you. Great. Another financial guy telling us to sell our gold and silver. Nope, not with me. I encourage hard assets, and I know a great place to buy gold and silver. Well, I'm sure you operate with high fees and commissions. Just the opposite. We pride ourselves with some of the lowest fees and commissions in the industry. Most financial guys are only interested in what they want to sell and don't want to listen to our customers, and we have some of the most educated listeners in the country. And once they make the sale, we never hear from them again. Not with me. I grow with my customers and check with them every quarter to ensure all of their goals are being met and to make sure that they have all the coverage they need as their life changes. Do you handle life and long-term care insurance as well? You bet we do. And the younger you are, when you get this coverage, the lower the cost. I'm Joe Jaquin, and I'm not just Joey's dad. I'm his client. When it comes to your financial well-being, deal with a name you can trust. Call Joey at 602-909-9048 or email joey.jaquin at nm.com. Power surges and lightning bolts can cause damage to your electronic devices. A EMP attack can fry everything, leaving everyone looking like the Flintstones. E-M-A-D-A! 
But don't let that happen. Go to EMPShield.com and enter KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield can keep you secure and running when no one else can. American-made electronic protection. Again, put KHNC in the promo box. EMPShield.com We here at KHNC are looking for new conspiracy theories because all the old ones have become fact. This has been a public service announcement from KHNC. And uh, as I get into the program, I always forget to give contact information. The P.O. Box for Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry is 872 Longmont, Colorado, 80502. P.O. Box 872 Longmont, Colorado, 80502. During the week, I have the... uh, Present Truth Program from 2 to 3, Monday through Thursday. And this program and the programs during the week are archived on the podcast section of 1360khnc.com. That's the website, 1360khnc.com. I realize that uh, there are people that I... Don't give out, I forget to give out contact information. And uh, people have to wait another week or another week to contact me. With all of the apostles, they stressed the importance of accurate teaching. There's a lot of teaching, but accurate teaching was vital to a healthy church to a church that was going to be protected from the throne of the devil. Satan's throne is in the world, in the cosmos. Uh, Constantine, when Constantine, Constantine merged the church with the world, he merged the church with the world in which Satan's throne was set, in Pergamos. This is where Satan's throne is set, in the world, in the cosmos, in every facet of the culture, whether it be music in our our time, whether it be music, video, whether it be smart, anything that pertains to smart electronics, sports, education, uh, they're just just the whole swing of what the society is. God is not a respecter of persons. God will always punish. There are three corporate. God sees the world in 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 a way that we may not view it. But there are three corporate. I don't know what the word is. 
there's the, the, the Gentiles, peoples, three corporate peoples, only three. The Gentiles, the Jewish people, and now, after Christ's resurrection, the church. Three corporate peoples. These three corporate peoples can only be divided in three ways. Gentiles, Jews, and the church. Within the church, you have Jew and Gentile. Outside of the church, you have the Gentiles and the Jewish people that are not yet saved or have not yet met Christ. But God is no respecter of persons. God, there are prophecies in the Bible for the Gentile world. There are prophecies in the Bible for the Jewish people in Israel. There are prophecies in the Bible for the church, Jew and Gentile. Throughout the scripture, you have prophecies for each of these corporate people. Each, in each, there are blessings, there are positive sanctions for the Gentiles who live by their conscience. There are positive sanctions for the Jewish people who do not know Messiah but live by their conscience. There are positive sanctions for the Jew and the Gentile in the body of Christ. There are negative sanctions and punishments for the Gentiles, for the Jew, for the Gentile, for the, the church, Jew and Gentile in the church. And I'm going to talk about a period of time called the Great Tribulation. And I'm going to read verses out of Isaiah chapter 10, Isaiah chapter 30, Isaiah chapter 28. And in these chapters, <clears throat> in these chapters, the great apostle of the Old Testament, Isaiah, he, let me read the verses. I'll go to the chapters. And as I go, I'll have commentary. Now, the verses and the chapters that I'm going to read, Isaiah is talking about Israel in its apostasy. Israel is apostate. And Isaiah is blunt with Israel and what God expects. And for those that uh, won't listen to what God has to say, what the consequences will be. I'm using the verses that I'll read as a insight into the churches of God in the evangelical church. Because the evangelical Christianity 
in America is exactly what Isaiah is talking about when he addresses Israel. We're going to talk about we're going to talk about the Assyrian the Syri- the Assyrian in Isaiah is talking about antichrist. And during the time that antichrist is invading Israel this is how specific Isaiah was about a time that he saw in the future which we're going to see in the future. And this Assyrian, what the Assyrian is going to do to Israel and what the Assyrian is going to do to the churches of God internationally. Christians believe, want to believe that there's a pre-trib rapture. I say there is not. I say that God will always have a testimony in the world and that He went through His trials to the cross. We will go through our trials through tribulation and great tribulation. The apostles in the New Testament prophesied about what would happen in our time. The Apostle John, in the book of Revelation, made it very clear what would happen in our time. The majority of the prophecies in the book of Revelation have begun. They're not finished. They're going to... We're going to move into the prophecies of Revelation. We're already in them. The one of the horsemen of the apocalypse that brings in diseases. He's been writing. The one who brings in the wars at the end of the world is now mounted, ready to move. The the horseman, the, the black, the, the pale horse, or the the horse that speaks of famine, is already mounted and moving, and very quickly. The Antichrist is going to move forward to begin to conquer the world. So I'll see what Isaiah has to say. This is about the Assyrian who will be the weapon of God's anger. Isaiah chapter 10 verse 1. This is the time of the 70th week, the last half. Doom to you who legislate evil, who make laws that make victims, laws that make misery for the poor, that rob my destitute people of dignity, exploiting defenselessness, defenseless widows, taking advantage of homeless children. What will you have to say on Judgment Day when Doomsday arrives out of the blue? Who will you get to help you? I believe this time is in the last half of the 70th week. 
and it may actually be speaking of the last 75 days after the last the, after the great tribulation is over it may be talking about the days of woe and wrath verse 4 without me they shall bow down among the prisoners they shall fail they shall fall overwhelmed under the heaps of the slain on the battlefield for all this God's anger is not turned away but his hand is still stretched out in judgment now verse 5 this is talking about a person called the Assyrian a person who is Antichrist woe to the Assyrian the rod of my anger the staff in whose hand is my indignation and fury against Israel's disobedience this is Israel's apostasy also verse 5 Isaiah 10 5 is also talking and will also indicate the Assyrians army so you have the individual and you have his army verse 6 send the Assyrian against a hypocritical and godless nation and against the people of my wrath now I say to the evangelical churches you're going to be here do not think you're going to escape we are a testimony we are to testify of the all that Christ is we are to be a lamp a lampstand we are to be light we are to be salt and for those who continually believe and continually listening listen to the lies of these apostate teachers who are going to go into the tribulation and great tribulation themselves they're going to be gathered like dead branches and they're going to go into the fires of persecution I'm telling you those men out there in this society in the evangelical churches that will not preach the truth to God's children about the punishment to come to an apostate church are going to suffer along with those people in their assemblies verse 6 I'm going to read it again I send the Assyrian this is Antichrist against Israel but we in America in the land of Antichrist Antichrist is going to be sent to wear us out we're going to be worn out according to Daniel the book of Daniel I send the Assyrian against a hypocritical and godless nation meaning apostate and against the people of my wrath I command him to take the spoil and to seize the prey and to tread them down like the mire in the streets American Christians do not know what is coming because the shepherds of this nation are not telling them the truth 
and the shepherds of this nation. In my notes, the shepherds of this nation. If I can find my notes. The shepherds of this nation. They've slipped into apostasy. They've deviated from sound doctrine. They're undiscerning about the time in which we're in. They don't understand. They don't see the signs. They don't see, even in spite of this pandemic, and in spite of the media telling us that Russia is about to go to war with the United States. Now, there have been prophecies, and I'm going to, I'm going to present something. There have been prophecies over the last 25, 30 years that America is going to be destroyed by Russia. That is false. That is a false teaching. That is a false interpretation of prophetic scripture. America is not going to be destroyed by Russian missiles. For the, the Christians that believe that, I've been hearing this for 25, 30 years, no, America is not going to be destroyed by Russian missiles or by Russia. Not going to be destroyed by Russia. Russia is going to be destroyed seven and a half plus years before Armageddon. Over seven years before Armageddon, Russia is destroyed. Maybe the missiles will be sitting still in the silos in Russia that might be used for the Antichrist in the future. And he'll have control of those, and maybe he'll send those over to nuke America. Antichrist is going to destroy America after he destroys the nations of the world. That's biblical, biblical prophecy. But no. For the Christians that believe that Russia is going to destroy America, no. No. I'm going to go to verse 7 now. However, This is not the intention, nor is the Assyrian aware that he is doing this at my bidding. So God says that the Assyrian Antichrist thinks that he is doing all the, bringing all the hardships upon Israel because of his own will, because, through his own hand. And Antichrist believes that he's going to destroy the Christians in America and wear us out by his own hand according to his own plan. But Isaiah chapter 10 verse 7 says, No, the Assyrian is not doing this according to his own bidding. Neither does he mind. We're going to continue in just a few minutes. Did the fire marshal take one look down your driveway and say, Uh, my guys aren't going down there. Or are there parts of it that just need a little more sun? Then call Affordable Tree at 970-568-6898. We can climb, cut, or trim your problems away. Specializing in defensive space, upper and lower fire mitigation, forest health, plus we can save freshly hit beetle trees. So call us at 568-6898. That's 568-6898. By now, you know how good CBD can be for you. But here's some things CBD can't help you with. Those annoying calls about your car's warranty expiring. 
gay frogs or racist cows, climate coaches, or that undying devotion to Alex Jones. This has been a friendly reminder from your friends at 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Dehebo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. So it naturally has antifungal, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-infection, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. But maybe more importantly, Dehebo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea builds corpuscles in the blood which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen. Oxygen to develop and cancer happens to die in oxygen. The tea is great for healthy people and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. Dehebo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea is only $34.95 plus shipping. Order now at DehiboTeaClub.com, 818-610-8088. Dehebo is spelled T-A-H-E-B-O. DehiboTeaClub.com, 818-610-8088. You're out with your family when? Reports of an active shooter. Of an active shooter. Dozens of shots. Unfortunately, in the world we live in today, this is an all-too-common occurrence. Contact Unfair Advantage Defense Solutions at 970-578-9821 or unfairadvantagedefense at gmail.com. And I'll give you the unfair advantage in the fight. That's Unfair Advantage Defense Solutions, 970-578-9821. You can also follow me on Facebook at Unfair Advantage Defense Solutions. Firearms and Emergency Response Training. Hi, I'm Kathy Roberts at Life Choices Pregnancy Medical Center. Life Choices serves women and men facing unplanned pregnancies who deserve to be heard. We offer pregnancy tests, ultrasounds, and education in a non-judgmental, confidential environment with a caring advocate. Our clients come in scared, confused, and overwhelmed by the size of their issue, but leave educated and empowered with the knowledge to choose life. To donate, visit our website at lifechoices.org. So we're going to finish out the first hour of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church program. And uh, one more time, for the contact information for Olive Tree Ministry is P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. Post Office Box 872, Longmont, Colorado 80502 podcasts are on 1360khnc.com podcast section to the Olive Tree program. And now as we go into 2022, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. The prophecies are in the Bible. The prophecies are very clear. The Lord is beginning. I know that He has been, but to those who want to know the truth, God is bringing the revelation to the minds of His people that want to know the truth. In spite of how difficult it might be to want to believe uh, what is happening, what we're seeing taking place, to believe that we're at the end of the world, to believe that with all the dig digital technology, that now we can have a 
digital system where there's no buying and selling if you don't have a mark or worship an image or take a number. We're at that time. And the Christians in America, according to the Apostle Paul in Second Thessalonians, we are apostate. We are apostate because we've not stayed to the true teachings of Christ. The pastors of the land, for the most part, are guilty of taking American Christianity into a direction that is weak, we are ineffective, we are blind, miserable, wretched, naked, and poor. We believe that we have all things because we live in the greatest society ever, ever in the history of the world. We have everything, access to everything. But spiritually speaking, the evangelical churches in America are again blind, miserable, wretched, naked, and poor. The evangelical churches in America are described perfectly in the book of Revelation as it talking about the church in Laodicea. Why, did, why is it so perfect that we match it? I, Perfectly what it says in uh, Revelation chapter 3 to the church in Laodicea. Because we are the church in Laodicea. We are the church that is to dwell in the land of Antichrist. We are the church that was going to dwell in this great empire at the end of the world. We are the church that Antichrist will dwell in the land of Babylon the Great of the end of the world. And this is where the king that is going to destroy the nations will come from. We're going to talk more about that as we get into the second hour, not of the book of Isaiah chapter 10. When dealing with a worldwide pandemic, remember to avoid, distance, and alienate yourself from friends, family, and neighbors. That way, when the crisis is over, no one will ask you to help them move, to borrow money, or bother you for a cup of sugar ever again. After all, who needs community anyway? This has been a public service announcement. Have a lonely, I mean lovely day. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Ted Werbin. The investigation into the cause of the most destructive fire in Colorado history has shifted from what turned out to be not so much with downed power lines to potential real human involvement. As investigators work to determine the cause, the Boulder County Sheriff's Office confirms deputies executed a search warrant at a property they believe could be connected. The Sheriff's Office did the actual count Saturday, it promised, placing the total of structures, mostly homes, lost to the fire at 991, another 127 buildings damaged, and as of last night, three people are missing. The Omicron variant now makes up some 91% of all Colorado COVID cases, according to the State Public Health Department, whereas two weeks ago it was barely on the pandemic radar. 
The newest variant appears to be spreading even faster than the nation's top doctors and scientists had anticipated. The Omicron variant is clearly far more contagious than the Delta variant. We see that because it went from 1% to 91% in two weeks. That's almost unprecedented. Governor Polis says some at-home rapid COVID tests are still available in the state, but you might have to wait a little bit to get them. Those test kits had recently been getting delivered in four to five days, but now that time's up to 10 or 11. Public health officials say, however, that if you're sick, you shouldn't wait. Go to a public testing center for the high accurate PCR test. I'm Jim Williams. Another of Colorado's mountain communities brings back its mask mandate in the face of the rapid spread of the Omicron variant. Masks again required indoors in Summit County, home of the Breckenridge, Keystone, Copper Mountain, and Arapahoe Basin ski resorts. That applies to everyone, even those who are double vaccinated and boosted. The test positivity rate in Summit jumped to 25% the past couple of days, one of every four tests coming back positive. Data from the New York Times showing the county with some of the highest COVID case rates in the entire country. I'm Ted Werbin. Family-friendly vacations, a weekend with the boys, or a romantic getaway. You will find it in Wyoming's Carbon County. Winter favorites include museums, mineral hot springs, snowmobiling, cross-country skiing, and snowshoeing. You'll enjoy an array of lodging, dining, and entertainment options. All the fun set against the West's favorite backdrop. Plan your trip at wyomingcarboncounty.com forward slash travel safe. That's wyomingcarboncounty.com forward slash travel safe. Get your West on. Are you planning for retirement? When planning for retirement, it's important to include a plan for when it's time to stop driving. When you choose to use public or nonprofit transit services as part of your retirement plan, you are offered senior discounts and are choosing a safe, comfortable alternative to driving, utilizing trustworthy providers. For a list of public and nonprofit transit providers in Colorado and to learn when it's time to stop driving, visit olderwiser.org, olderwiser.org. Hey folks, The Rev here. Most of you know I teach a hardcore urban survival class at Warriors Revolution. Classes are every other Thursday and Saturday. Classes are $25 a session, and there's five total sessions. Contact the radio station at 970-587-5003. That's 970-587-5003. Or you can call The Rev directly. We'll get you scheduled and get you in class. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that, too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont, or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. 1360 KHNC.com has CBD products. Click on the shop button and get yours today. Just go to 1360 KHNC.com slash shop. 
The CBD on our website is 99% pure, all natural, no pesticides, non-GMO, is grown organically right here in Colorado, and is 100% THC free. Oh, and did you know ours is the lowest price CBD anywhere in northern Colorado? For all your CBD needs, just log on to 1360khnc.com slash shop. August night and the leaves hanging down and the grass on the ground smelling sweet. Move up the road to the outside of town and the sound of that good gospel beat. Sits a ragged tent. And welcome back to the second hour of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm still your host, Rick Rodriguez. We had a fire last Thursday, east of Boulder, southeast of Boulder, and it came so quickly that many of the people barely got out. The winds were... I know 60-plus miles an hour, I'd heard gusts of 100. It went so fast and caused so much damage in such a short period of time that within less than 12 hours, there were over almost a 1,000 homes burned. Many of those people were not, they were not ready. They were not ready for to, to throw what they needed what was important in the vehicle and go. The American Christian churches are not ready for what is coming. The churches in America, the weak, what I call, there is whole milk, there's 2%, there's 1%, and there is what I call chalk milk. It looks like milk, but it has no value. It's just white. It's, it's water with chalk in it. Nothing nutritious at all. American Christianity had become so apostate that the American Christians, it is difficult for them to accept the truth. And the Lord Jesus stated that the truth will make you free. He didn't say the truth was going to be pleasant. He didn't say it was going to be easy to take. But he said that the truth would make you free. He meant just that. If you know the truth, initially, it will make you sick. It will keep you awake. It's in your mind all the time. But eventually... As the Holy Spirit begins to solidify your resolve and your acceptance of the truth, what will happen is you will change. And as you change, you become fruitful. 
but the evangelical churches in America, I and I do I I bring the the blame to many to for the most part to the pastors of the land. And why do I do that? Because Christ has done it in His Scriptures. He does it. He brings the blame to the shepherds of Israel and to the shepherds in the body of Christ. He brings the blame to the prophets of Israel and the prophets, supposed prophets in the body of Christ. Prophets, <clears throat> prophets who prophesy easy things, pleasant things, but won't prophesy the truth. Just like that fire that hit Boulder, there is fire coming, spiritual fire and judgment coming to the body of Christ in America. The Lord said that it was stated that judgment comes first. Judgment comes to the uh, first to the children of God, then the world. I'm trying to remember the exact verse. Judgment begins in the household of God. For the Christians that don't think that God is coming to punish this apostasy, the deviation, how we have deviated from the truth of doctrine, theology, eschatology, Bible history, and the signs that are evident in the world, those who refuse to believe the truth, well, God gets to choose your deception. God said that, you know, there's a thought that Christ is coming back for a, a church without spot or wrinkle. No, it's not true. The a church is going to be apostate. The church is going to be caught off guard. The church is going to be weak. It's going to become a, it's going to be a victim. Antichrist is going to wear out the saints. He's coming to imprison the saints. He's coming to make war with the saints. And, well, it's not going to be in America. God loves America. God loves Russia. God loves China. God loves Puerto Rico, South America. He loves the people of the world. But the thing is, he always punishes unrighteousness. He always punishes unfaithfulness, disobedience. He's God. We don't view things the way God views things. But the scripture makes it very clear on how we should view, we, we have a view of what God, how God views things by reading the scripture. That's why I'm reading these verses out of Isaiah chapter 10. God is coming to punish apostate Israel. And God is coming to punish an apostate body of Christ, evangelical churches, fundamental churches, Pentecostal churches, Messianic churches, all the body of Christ in America that is apostate. God is coming to punish. He has to. If the light goes out, 
There's no need for the lampstand. If the salt has lost its killing effect, you take it and throw it in the road, just like this chloride they put down when it snows. Calcium chloride. If the branch isn't bearing fruit, John 15 says, the Father prunes it. Gathered by man, burned in the fires of tribulation. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The fear of the Lord. To hate sin and evil is the beginning of knowledge. We're running out of time. Now I'm going to go back to Isaiah chapter 10. This is talking about the Assyrian. God is using the Assyrian. I'm going to start with verse 6. <clears throat> Excuse me. I send Antichrist, the Assyrian, against the hypocritical and godless nation, meaning Israel, and against the people of my wrath. When does he send Antichrist against them? At the middle of the tribulation. At the beginning of the great tribulation. That's when he sends Antichrist. And what does God tell the children of Israel to do? Those that listen. Don't go into the house. Don't come back to the house. Go flee. When you see the abomination of desolation, run. Run. He says, don't forget one, one word. Run. When you see this abomination, stand in the holy place that was prophesied by Daniel the prophet. Run. Let him that hears, run. Let they that are running tell others, run. And here, God is sending this Assyrian against a hypocritical, hypocritical and godless nation and against the people of my wrath. Again, verse 6, Isaiah 10, 6. I command him to take a spoil. Antichrist is commanded. Did you know that God is going to command Antichrist to destroy an apostate people? God has an elect that are going to be apostate. Antichrist is being sent to Israel in the middle of the tribulation. He's going to wage war on them. But Antichrist is also going to wear out God's children. He's going to go to war with God's children in America, with the evangelical Christians. He's going to send out his armies to make wage war against us. That's in Revelation chapter 11. The two witnesses in Revelation 11, these two witnesses, the main area of their testifying is the United States of America. It's not going to be just internationally, yes. But it's going to be, they're going to testify in the land of the Assyrian, in the land of Antichrist, in the land of the son of perdition. And it says that this son of perdition, this king, is going to wage war with actual weaponry, with military He's going to use the military to go to war with us. Isaiah 
10.6c. I command him to take a spoil. I command him to seize the prey, to tread them down like the mire in the streets. Christians, to wear us out. Verse 7. However, this is not his intention, nor is the Assyrian aware that he is what he is doing is at my bidding. He's going to be doing God's bidding. Neither does his mind think so and plan. But it is in his mind to destroy and cut off many nations. Okay. It will be in the mind of Antichrist to destroy the nations of the world. And I had read two Sundays ago, I believe it was, out of Jeremiah 51, you are my axe. You are my battle axe. You are my sledgehammer. With you, I will destroy the nations concerning Antichrist. And here, in Isaiah chapter 10, the same thought. Verse 8, For the Assyrian, or Antichrist, says, Are not my officers all either subjugated kings or their equal? Remember? What Antichrist eventually will use in Revelation chapter 17, he's going to use these ten kings to destroy America, to destroy his own kingdom. Verse 9. Didn't I destroy Kalno as well as Carchemish, Hamath as well as Arphad? Didn't I level Samaria? as I did Damascus? Well, wait a minute. God is saying that he leveled Samaria and Damascus. The prophecies in Jeremiah about Damascus being destroyed by Israel. Time is coming when Damascus is not going to be around anymore. But here God says that he destroyed it. Who did he use to destroy Damascus? Israel. Now verse 10. I'm going to read 10 in two translations. I'm going to read verse 10 in the message. And it's going to also read it out of the Amplified Bible Classic Edition. Verse 10. In the uh, Amplified. As my hand has reached to the kingdoms of the idols which were unable to defend them, whose graven images were more to be feared than dreaded, and dreaded, to be feared and dreaded, and more mighty than those of Jerusalem and Samaria. So here God says that He destroyed the idols of these kingdoms that had more powerful witchcraft than the witchcraft in Israel. And Israel was steep with witchcraft. But here God says that he, his hand reached the kingdoms of idols and he destroyed them. They were not able to defend themselves. The graven image were more to be feared and dreaded and more mighty than those of Jerusalem and Samaria. What kind of witchcraft is going to be used when Antichrist invades Israel in the middle of the tribulation. God is going to destroy America. 
Now that's out of the Amplified. Now I'm going to read it out of the message. God says, I've eliminated kingdoms full of gods far more impressive than anything in Jerusalem and Samaria. So what's to keep me from destroying Jerusalem? In the same way, I destroyed Samaria and all her god idols. To the American Christians, God is not going to allow Israel to be apostate. It is a, it is a, it's an anathema to him. He is clear that Israel, as a, as the elect of God, when they go apostate, this is what God does to them. He uses the Assyrian to destroy them. We Christians who have Christ in us, who are born again, we have the power of Almighty God within us to stand against the world, our flesh, our active soul. We have the authority of the Holy Spirit. But yet, and we, we have the freedom of religion, freedom of speech, all the freedoms that this land affords us. We have the Bible. And yet, like Israel, the evangelical churches in America, according to the Bible, are apostate, and God will not, and God will have to deal with apostate children. Children that are disobedient, children that do not want to know the truth, who do not care about the truth, who want to worship idols, who want to play in the streets of the world, areas of the world that are very dangerous. It's an individual matter. We can't look at other people. We have to look, we have to be introspective, see where we are with our relationship with God. Now we'll go on with Isaiah. Isaiah, Isaiah is very clear to the children of Israel. Verse 11. Shall I, shall I not be able to do to Jerusalem and her images as I have done to Samaria and her idols, says the Assyrian. So who is the Lord sending to bring affliction to natural Israel? The Assyrian. We don't call him the Assyrian in America. We call him Antichrist. We call him the son of perdition. We call him the beast. Verse 12. Therefore, when the Lord has completed all his works of chastisement and purification, which is going to be executed on Mount Zion and on Jerusalem, it shall be that he will inflict punishment on the fruit, the thoughts, the words, and the deeds of the stout and the arrogant heart of the king of Assyria and the haughtiness of his pride. After Antichrist is finished completing the work that God has allowed him to do, 
then he is going to be punished. When will that be? That will be after the tribulation is over. There's a 75-day period of time. It's broken down into two parts, 30 days and then an additional 45 days. In the first 35, in the first 30 days, the churches, the, all the churches of God, the believers in the world, in that first 30 days will be resurrected. Right after that resurrection, then the judgment of America will take place. America is judged before Armageddon. Then the woes of God shift to Antichrist, the armies in Israel. Now we'll go to verse 13. The Assyrian says in his heart, I've done all this by myself. I know more than anyone. I've wiped out the boundaries of whole countries. It's very clear that Antichrist in that last three and a half years, even to some degree during the tribulation, is going to wipe out countries of the world, nations of the world. I've wiped out boundaries of the whole countries, of whole countries. I've walked in and taken anything I wanted. I charged in like a bull and toppled their kings from their thrones. This is exactly what the scriptures made clear about what Antichrist does. He is going to remove kings from their nations as he takes authority. Then it says here in verse 14, it's so easy for him. He likens this to a bird's nest. A bird is in the, in the nest, or the bird has vacated the nest, and he is able to reach into the nest, take everything valuable for himself. Verse 14, I reached out my hand, took all the treasures. This is the message. And, I, and easily as a boy taking a bird's eggs from a nest, like a farmer gathering eggs from the hen house, I gathered the world in my basket. This is what Antichrist will do. This will be international war on the nations. I gathered the world in my basket, and no one so much as flutters a wing or squawked or even chirped. Why? Who is going to come against Antichrist? Russia's gone. China is he's going to pretty much decimate China. Force China. China's not going to be in space, I don't think. I think he's going to knock China's space race out. I think that China is going to be restricted to land. That's why she's got to march to Armageddon. She doesn't fly. She doesn't take ships. That's in the message. Now let's read what it says in the Amplified. And my hand has found like a nest the wealth of the people. And as one that gathers eggs that are forsaken, so I have gathered all the earth. And there is none that moved its wing or opened its mouth or chirped. This is the power that God is going to give this Antichrist. 
And Antichrist believes that it's him, that he is the one doing it. He devised the plan, and through his power, he is doing all that he's going to be allowed to do. No, God says that he's going to use Antichrist as an axe, a battle axe, as a sledgehammer. Why? To destroy the nations. Verse 15 now, out of the, out of the uh, message. Does an axe take over from the one who swings it? Does the saw act more important than the sawer? sawer? If a shovel did its shoveling by using a ditch digger, as if a shovel did its shoveling by using a ditch digger, as if a hammer used the carpenter to pull pound nails, Therefore, Yahweh Sabaoth, the Lord of hosts, Yahweh Sabaoth, states, I will send a debilitating disease on his robust Assyrian fighters. So now it slips into not only Antichrist, but now there's going to be a disease upon the Assyrian fighters. Under the canopy of God's bright glory, a fierce fire will break out. Are we getting close to Armageddon? Are we getting close to the fires of Armageddon where God destroys them all by fire? Well, I think we're getting there. We're going to continue with what Isaiah says to evangelical apostate Christianity. We'll be back. Hello, friends. This is Bradley Dean, show host for the Sons of Liberty. Join me on KHNC 1360 AM every weekday at 8 p.m., Saturdays at 5 to 7 p.m., and Sundays from 6 to 8 p.m. Frosty the Snowman. Next Gen Windows and Doors of Fort Collins provides superior window and door replacement to Northern Colorado homeowners for over 20 years. Next Gen was just voted best in NOCO for window service companies and has hundreds of five star reviews. Call now for a free in home evaluation, 970 888 6588, or visit them online at nextgenwindowsanddoors.com. Mention KHNC when you call and get a 5% discount. Winter's here, stop the draft. Hi, this is Vince Rivera with Serenity Painting. What's up, guys? Vincent is a veteran, a friend of mine, a Christian, and a great guy who implements customer service and integrity into every job that he does. If you're looking for a painter that doesn't cut corners, that actually shows up when he says he's going to show up, who does what he says he's going to do, look no further than Serenity Painting and Decorating. Gotspainter28 at gmail.com. 970-978-9565. Check out our customer reviews, Serenity Painting. Hi folks, I'm James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham & Associates, LLC. I know it must seem like there's a million realtors out there making all kinds of promises. Want to hear my big marketing promise? I promise honest and fair dealings with all those I do business with. That may sound old-fashioned, and it is not very catchy, but it is true. I am your Colorado real estate specialist. Farmland, mountain cabins, or urban dwellings. When you work with my team, we'll get the right property for you and be upfront and honest with you every step of the way. Over the years, my clients have told me just that fact alone separates us from others in the industry. If you are considering buying or selling real estate, call me, James Morgan, at 720-203-0731 or visit my website at coloradoproperties.online. No catchy slogan, just a client-first, honest real estate experience. 
Hit it, girls. Keep listening to the American Freedom Network. Reasons to own gold. Reason number one. Culturally, the golden rule is treating others as you want to be treated. But financially, the golden rule is those that have the gold make the rules. When you retire, make sure you can write your rules. Call the Patriot Trading Group at 800 951 or visit our website at allamericangold.com. The globalists say resistance is futile. Will you choose to accept your slavery or declare your liberty? Find out how on Pac-Man and the Rev, Saturdays from 1 to 2. Sometimes the truth hurts. Oh, a happy day. Oh, happy day. Oh, a happy day. Oh, happy day. When Jesus walked. Oh, when he walked. When Jesus walked. Watch my sins away. So we're going to continue here with Isaiah chapter 10. Scripture makes it very clear. God makes it very clear also. Because of His righteousness, His holiness, what He expects of His children, what He will not allow, He winks. He will wink at us for for a while. But eventually, He wants and expects that His children will grow and mature. That we will be light. Light that we will be the laser that will catch the attention of mankind, that we will be the salt, that pure stinging, that it will be effective, it will kill, our testimony will kill what needs to be killed. Israel will be apostate at the end, and the evangelical churches in America will be apostate, as well as the other six churches. But I'm talking about the Evangelical Churches of America. Is there apostasy in every aspect of the American churches? According to the Bible, there is. Christ said, will I find faith when I return? Very, 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 not much, if any. There is a Build-A-Church There is a general church, a general assembly. There is the family of God. But will the whole family of God be faithful? No. With the virgins, the wise virgins in the parable, five foolish, five wise, will all be wise and buy oil? No. With the sower and the seed, you have three out of four that have a great deal of apostasy in the story of the sower and the seed. You have, in other parables, God, Christ came, he let out out the vineyard to men, husbandmen, but when he comes back, uh, what are they going to do? He said that they would, the parable says that they eventually they would kill the son of the owner of the vineyard. And what's God going to do when he returns? I was talking about Israel. He's going to punish these people. 
But it's very clear that not everyone will be faithful. There's going to be a build a church. But the build a church is going to be a small percentage of the whole total body. But in all seven churches, there will be overcomers. Not many. The coming wars. Are there going to be, is there going to be a great army to go out and have conflict with the kingdom of Antichrist? No. Because the mass, the most of the army of God, they won't know how to fight spiritual battles. But there will be a small group that have been faithful, that have looked at the teachings of Christ, and though they may not like certain teachings, still, the teachings are true. And those that, uh, again, like the apostle, the apostles, they were, their whole objective, they were commissioned to keep the teachings of Christ, to keep to teach His instructions to God's children, to help them with the ways. There are things and, and things that we're to do in life to avoid things that we are to that are going to be helpful, but other things are going to be. We need to avoid things like things of the flesh, the world. The world is very powerful. It will affect us. It's like being in a river. It will take us wherever it wants us, to where, wherever it's going to go. And it will take you to destruction. Stay close to the bank if you even get in the river. If you're in it, stay close to the bank so you can get out. But it's better not even to get in. It takes, really, it takes a commitment to the Word of God. It takes a commitment to praying. I remember I told some friends this week that when I was young, we used to have prayer meetings on Tuesday and Tuesday night, and we had Bible study on Friday night, Bible study Sunday morning, we had the Lord's table Sunday night, but we had prayer Tuesday, and it was okay if you missed maybe the Bible studies, and maybe you didn't make the Lord's table. But prayer night, that was the center get-together of the week. That was the vital get-together. That was the time where we would move God's hand. We're in Berkeley, California, initially where I started. And it was in Berkeley that we used to pray for students on the campus because we knew even back in 1974 how evil, dirty, demonic, satanic witches, warlocks down on the around the campus, down on Telegraph Avenue, the south uh, west part of the campus, walking around in satanic tights and three guys that were totally satanists. But we go down there and preach the gospel, and uh, people got saved. And they became part of our fellowship. People, there were a few people that came in off the campus. But Tuesday night was the night where we prayed. And everybody would come. We, a lot of people wouldn't eat. 
till after prayer was over. We get together at seven, and people are tired from a long day at work. They haven't eaten dinner, but we'd sit down, sit down, or we begin to pray, and it's kind of like a cold diesel motor on a cold day. It just barely, I mean, we just barely start to, one person might stand up and start to pray a little bit, and then he'd sit down, another person would stand up to pray, and it was like starting a cold motor. But but we would press through, we would press through, we would keep praying. We knew we had to get into the Spirit. We had to find the release of the Spirit where we knew we were praying according to God's will. We would begin to just thank God, praise Him for whatever was in our, our thinking. We began to just acknowledge that He was even that He even existed. And little by little, we'd start to warm up. Within an hour, I mean, it's a good thing we lived, we were at that time in an old Baptist seminary in the middle building. We could yell, scream, shout, and nobody could hear us. And here we are praying for God to free the people on the Berkeley campus that have been ordained to eternal life. We're asking for the the hippies and the children, the, the people in witchcraft down down at the bottom of uh, Telegraph Avenue on the campus to be saved. And boy, we just get going. And pretty soon, we could feel we were released in the Spirit. We knew we, we, had, we had the mind of Christ. We knew that we were praying according to God's will. But it took pressing on, pressing through, breaking through. That's what it's got to be <clears throat> with the Christians today. You have to pray, pray, pray till you break through, till you know that God has heard your prayers. And when you know that God has heard your prayers, you'll have peace. You'll have life. You'll know. You'll be awake. You'll be alive. You'll know that, that God is hearing what your requests are. People that are sick, praying through. Oh, Lord, heal this person. Thank you. i got to go do something. No, you pray through. You pray, pray, pray till you know that you have God's attention. You pray through to you know that God is saying, okay, okay, okay. What you've asked, it is done. These are one of the great disciplines in the Christian walk. Prayer. Staying, praying through till you know you have an answer. Till you know your request is going to be made. Till you know that, that like the, the woman that... Uh, Somebody offended this old lady or this woman in the account in the Gospels. She kept going to the judge, pestering the judge, hindering. She, he, the judge finally just got tired and said, Heck with this. I'm going to grant her request because she's going to pester me. That's what God wants. He wants us to pester him like that woman. Pester him. Pester. Bother. Don't let him go. Hang on to him. Make him, make him move his hand in your life. <clears throat> so in the time that we're in the Holy Spirit it's very simple he is for us 
more than we can ever imagine. But He wants us to grow. He wants us to decide what is important in our lives. Entertainment or pursuing a career to make vast amounts of money. I've seen Christians that used to be so fervent, I could not believe that they would eventually get into a career where they'd make $100,000 back in the 70s. They're making more than that today. They're still working. But it killed them. It killed their it killed their fervency. Your fervency is the most important thing. Fervency toward God. Fervency toward what God has called you to do, toward your calling. Fervency toward your Christian growth. It's everything. It's eternal. And and the hard times when they come, they won't be so hard because you'll be You'll be in shape. You'll be ready. Yes, hardship comes. Amen. I'll just pray it through. I'll pray through. Find the will of find the mind of Christ. Find the will of God. Do what He asks me to do. Go the direction He wants me to go. And it becomes natural. It just becomes routine. But you have to exercise to get to that point. Once you get to that point, stay there. Stay in shape. You don't have to be, you know, these weightlifters. There comes a point where they they hit a, a peak. Well, back, back away from that peak 10%. Be comfortable with that 90%. With us spiritually, we don't have to worry. It's not a physical thing. It's a spiritual thing. We have the grace of God. So we can stay at 100%. It's not going to be a problem. We're not going to wear out physically because we're. it's a spiritual thing. All right. Now we're going to go back to the apostasy of Israel and the apostasy of the evangelical churches in America. This matter of apostasy is very serious. It is one of the most serious things in the eyes of God. So serious that with the verses I have just stated to you in this last hour and a half plus, you see how God is going to raise up the Assyrian Antichrist. He's called the Assyrian in Israel, and he's going to be used by God to punish them severely. The Antichrist in America is going to be raised up by God to punish apostate Christians. God is going to have a holy church, a righteous church. Many say, oh, God's church is so holy right now. I don't see a holy church. I don't see a righteous church. I don't see a church that is in shape. I don't see a church that, that it has any endurance at all, any type of stamina. I don't see it. I watch, I watch Christian TV and I, I think, my gosh, I, I'm amazed at, at how, like I said earlier, in 
the last hour. It's chalk milk. It's not even 1% milk. There's no nutrition in it. It's all chalk. It's just water with chalk in it. There's nothing there that is helpful in any way to the Christians in these assemblies. Then if they're not talking about, if the pastors are not warning the Christians that the tribulation is coming, I see it so clearly. It's just, I think, personally, this is my own observation and opinion. I think that by this next election, right in that vicinity, we should see the constitution of this country destroyed. That's within the two years. And we should see this Assyrian begin to come out of his hole like the groundhog. He comes out, takes a peek, and goes back down. I got a feeling this person is ready to come out. And the Christians are not even aware of where he's coming from. Oh, he's going to come from Rome. He's going to be the Catholic priest, the father, the, part, the Pope. No. Pope doesn't have the power and authority to do what I'm presenting to you in chapter 10 of Isaiah. The Pope doesn't have ability to, to destroy kings of the nations. <clears throat> He's not going to be able to destroy. He will work probably with Antichrist. Antichrist is going to come from ancient Babylon, Iraq. No, that's ancient Babylon. He comes from the Babylon the Great of the end of the world. A great nation great economic power, a great military power, a great a nation, great with technological advances in everything. That's where he comes from. Then, uh, going on here in Isaiah, says that in verse 17, Israel light Israel's light will burst into the light of Israel shall become a fire and his holy one a flame and it will burn and devour the Assyrian and his armies the thorns and the briars in one day the Lord will consume the glory of the Assyrian's forest and of his fruitful field both soul and body it shall be as when a sick man pines away or a standard bearer faints. That's in the, in the uh, Amplified. I'm going to read it in the message. God will destroy the splendid trees and lush gardens of Antichrist or the Assyrian. The Assyrian's body and soul will waste away to nothing like a disease-ridden invalid. A disease-ridden invalid. That's his end. We'll be back. 
my name is Mindy Faulkner with Harmony Senior Referrals. My number is 720-934-7740. We are a senior placement agency that helps families find the right assisted living, memory care, and independent living for their loved ones. We put together the puzzle pieces of care needs, geography, and finances to find the right fit. We do emergency placements in as little as 24 hours at no cost to you. Again, I'm Mindy Faulkner, 720-934-7740. Of all tyrannies, a tyranny exercised for the good of its victims may be the most oppressive. It would be better to live under robber barons than under omnipotent moral busybodies. The robber baron's cruelty may sometimes sleep. His cupidity may at some point be satiated. But those who torment us for our own good will torment us without end for they do so with the approval of their own conscience. C.S. Lewis. Reasons to Own Gold. Brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group at allamericangold.com. Reason number 647. Most people don't even know that the courts have already ruled. Once money is deposited into the bank, the bank owns the money and the depositor is merely an unsecured creditor of the bank, which means if the bank goes under, you get paid last. After the financial crisis, instead of breaking up too big to fail, the government and the Federal Reserve created Dodd-Frank and made too big to fail banks even bigger while putting your deposits more at risk. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, to learn more, visit us at allamericangold.com or call us at 800-951-0592. Are you an expert in your field? Do you want to educate your fellow man? Or have you always just wanted to be on the radio? Here at 1360 KHNC, you can do just that by hosting your own radio show. Looking to grow your business or share your thoughts and opinions or simply bragging to your friends that you have your own radio show. For more information, call us at 970-587-5003 or email us at contact at 1360khnc.com. Does EnviroShapes Concrete do driveways? We do it! Does EnviroShapes Concrete do patios? We do it! Does EnviroShapes Concrete do sidewalks? We do it! Get a hold of EnviroShapes Concrete at 303-775-7926 or EnviroShapes at gmail.com. Okay, uh, we're going to finish out this second hour of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry radio, I kind of hate to use the term church, radio gathering, gathering teaching center. Because church kind of today has a uh, not so positive a uh, connotation. <clears throat> Excuse me. But we are still the great mighty assembly of God. If we weren't apostate, we would be. My, uh, the uh, Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502, P.O. Box 872, 
Longmont, Colorado, 80502. And the podcasts are on 1360khnc.com. And the podcasts also for the programs, The Present Truth, from 2 to 3 on Monday through Thursday, are also on KHNC, 1360khnc.com. Okay, as we finish out this hour, I'm finishing out Isaiah chapter 10, talking about Antichrist, how he is going to be used to destroy Israel in the last three and a half years, the Great Tribulation. And God allows it because Israel will be apostate. Well, God is going to allow Antichrist to wear out the saints in the evangelical churches and all the churches in America also. Antichrist is going to punish apostate Christianity. God is going to have a church that is living, alive, and the world forgives, will give the world a church that is weak, without power, will not be salt, will not be light, but there will be a remnant. There will be a small remnant a small company. There'll be a small residue. And I'm going to talk about the residue right now. I just don't have enough time, but I'm going to give you this one verse to leave tie you over till after the break. Eventually, after Antichrist is basically almost destroyed, they'll lean on God, the holy, yes, truly. The ragtag remnant that's left of Jacob will come back to the strong God. Your people Israel were once like the sand of the seashore, but only a scattered few will return. Destruction is ordered, brimming over with righteousness. For the Yahweh, the master, for the Lord Yahweh Sabaoth, will finish here what he started all over the globe. He will finish what he started all over the globe. So, my dear people, he says, don't be afraid. But be warned, it is coming. So we're going to be back to finish out in the third hour. This is Rick Rodriguez, all the Team Amsterdam Ministry Radio Church. The Loveland PE Gun Show, December 11th and 12th, has two giveaways from Zip Guns. A Springfield Hellcat on Saturday and an AR-15 on Sunday. Guns, ammo, knives, military surplus, self-defense product, and much more. Located off of I-25 and Highway 34 West at the outlets at Loveland. Buy, sell, and trade, and $50 CCW classes on Saturday and Sunday. See PEShows.com to register. That's PEShows.com. See you at the show. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Ted Werbin. The investigation into the cause of the most destructive fire in Colorado history continues. The Boulder County Sheriff's Office says deputies executed a search warrant at a property they believe could be connected to its origin. 
The sheriff's office did the actual count of damaged and destroyed buildings, mostly homes destroyed, lost to the fire, 991, with another 127 buildings damaged. And as of last night, there are three people missing. Another of Colorado's mountain communities brings back its mask mandate in the face of the rapid spread of the Omicron variant. Beginning today, masks are again required indoors in Summit County, home of the Breckenridge, Keystone, Copper Mountain, and Arapahoe Basin Ski Resorts. That applies to everyone, even those who are double vaccinated and boosted. The test positivity rate in Summit jumped to 25% the last couple days, one of every four tests coming back positive. Data from the New York Times is showing the county with some of the highest COVID case rates in the entire nation right now. Pitkin and Eagle counties, whose resorts include Aspen and Vail, aren't far behind on that list. Along with Omicron itself, Summit officials blame the spike largely on Christmas gatherings, the local health department fears clinics and the county's only hospital, Centura St. Anthony's in Frisco, are in danger of being overrun with COVID patients. I'm Jim Williams. The Lakewood police agent who shot and killed gunman Lyndon McLeod on Monday evening, ending his violent run through her city and Denver, is Ashley Ferris. Her department acknowledges, had it not been for the three-year veteran, that man's drive of terror could have gotten a lot worse. Ferris was shot in the abdomen by the killer as she approached him and ordered him to drop his gun in Lakewood's Belmar Shopping District. So she was on the ground, wounded and bleeding when she fired back and eliminated McLeod as a threat. Ferris is hospitalized, beginning her recovery. The shooter had ranted online for years about the weakness of women. I'm Ted Werbin. With the holidays upon us, many folks are concerned about their finances, how they're going to tighten their budget or pay off debt. If this happens to be you, know that you have options. American Financing saves customers up to $1,000 a month without ever charging upfront or hidden fees. Get a free mortgage review by calling 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000. Or visit AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334. Regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Family-friendly vacations, a weekend with the boys, or a romantic getaway. You will find it in Wyoming's Carbon County. Winter favorites include museums, mineral hot springs, snowmobiling, cross-country skiing, and snowshoeing. You'll enjoy an array of lodging, dining, and entertainment options. All the fun set against the West's favorite backdrop. Plan your trip at wyomingcarboncounty.com forward slash travel safe. That's wyomingcarboncounty.com forward slash travel safe. Get your West on. What's up, guys? It's Bucky Dillon from Your Morning Show, and I am proud to be partnered with Pride Roofing and Construction. There was a large windstorm recently. As many of you know, a lot of people's roofs ended up right in their lawn. Well, Pride Roofing and Construction would love to be the company that helps you out, and I cannot recommend them highly enough. They will come out and do a free, no-obligation inspection, just so you know the condition of your home, and they will help you with every step of the insurance claim process. Just call 970-825-9305. Pride Roofing and Construction. A lot of radio stations boast about having two, three, four, five hundred thousand listeners. But what they don't tell you is the average listener only listens for four minutes. A song plays they don't like, same old boring commentary, or worse yet, as soon as the commercial starts playing, they change the station. Here at 1360 KHNC, our listeners listen longer, a lot longer. We have one of the longest time spent listening in the industry. That means our listeners don't change the dial when the commercial starts playing because they don't want to miss what our hosts have to say next. Advertise with 1360 KHNC and have your message be heard. Call us at 
5003. We also have the best rates in Colorado. 970-587-5003 or 1360khnc.com. Power surges and lightning bolts can cause damage to your electronic devices. A EMP attack can fry everything, leaving everyone looking like the Flintstones. But don't let that happen. Go to EMPShield.com and enter KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield can keep you secure and running when no one else can. American-made electronic protection. Again, put KHNC in the promo box. EMPShield.com Welcome back to the third hour of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez, finishing out the third hour. been talking to you the first two hours about Isaiah chapter 10. Started out with Hebrews chapter 1. In the time in which we live, the center of all things is the Son of God, Jesus Christ. He is the center of God's plan in the world today. His throne, thy throne, O God, is forever. So, so then I went to Isaiah chapter 9, 6. Unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. The kingdom shall be upon his shoulders. He is called the Mighty God, the Eternal Father, Prince of Peace, Wonderful Counselor. This Jesus Christ that we have to do with is the Mighty God. He is the Eternal Father. He is the one who created the universe, set the stars in their positions. He's the one who planned from the foundation of the world that we would live presently in the world. He ordained everything about our lives. And he expects that we would and would request that we would acknowledge him in his sovereignty, whether we be male, female, the time in which we were born, our position in life, that we would honor him and worship him in all things. Antichrist, according to these verses in Isaiah chapter 10, 
He's going to be allowed to destroy marvelously the children of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But he's also going to be allowed to wear out the saints of the Most High God. The evangelical Christians in America are not aware of what's coming because the shepherds of the land are apostate. The shepherds of the land do not know the deep things of the Bible, of the Scripture. In eschatology, theology, doctrine, the plans that God has for the societies of the world, the shepherds of the land, the prophets of the land, are prophesying peace, peace, it's going to be well. But the Bible says, no. The Bible says, that the churches in America are apostate. All of them. Even the great teachers of the land, their doctrines are have deviated a little bit from the reality and the truth of doctrine. How about with me? I'm always looking to see where I am deviating from what I see in the Scripture, what the Apostle Paul, John, James, Titus, Jude, John, Peter, all of them. I look to see, to make sure I'm as accurate as possible. And I'm always learning. I'm always seeing things more clearly. I am clear about one thing. We are at the end of the world. We are going to close out this age. This generation is the final generation. I'm clear that the baby boom generation was the center of God's plan in our time. Everything presently, our parents actually were to bring us into existence in the baby boom generation. Antichrist would be a baby boom generation product. The false prophet would be a baby boom generation product. I'm clear of that. I'm clear that the United States of America is in the Bible. It is Babylon the great of the end of the world. It is the great empire. It is the empire that will be the seat of the coming Antichrist. For the last two hours I have been talking about a person called the Assyrian that God is going to, that God raised up, is raising up to afflict Israel, punish Israel for its apostasy, for their sins, for their disobedience to God. But at the same time, as it is with Israel, so it will be with the churches, evangelical churches, Catholic churches, Protestant, Presbyterian, Lutherans, all the Christian churches in America presently whether they're from Rome, Germany, England, are in the land of the coming Antichrist. We are in His kingdom. We are going to suffer because He will destroy anything and anyone that exalts Himself above who He is. 
He will not allow the name of Christ to be preached in this nation when he comes to power. He will make war against the Christian people. He will use the army, the American military, to destroy the Christian people, to round up, gather the Christians, imprison them, and execute them. It's in the Bible. I know that much. I know the time that we live in. But many of the pastors of the land, the shepherds of the land, Jeremiah, has a sharp word about these pastors. They're apostate. They don't know if it's day or night. They don't know if they don't know the difference between good and evil. The shepherds of the land, the sheep, the flocks, are to keep them alive. That's all the, the sheep are. That's all the <clears throat> people in their congregations are just for their income, for their well-being. God is against them. Woe to the shepherds of this land. Woe to the shepherds of America. <clears throat> I don't say that. Scripture says it. Woe to these false prophets of America. Woe to them. What I mean by woe, they're going to get tribulation. The Bible says it. The Bible says they will be gathered. They're going to be put in fires of persecution. Then you have the man that have the big ministries that use the name of Jesus Christ to perform miracles, cast out demon spirits. And they think, well, because we have that power, we are God's choice. His, uh, uh, his anointed. No. If you're not owned by Christ, if you're not allowed to if you don't yield to Christ, if you're not yielded to Him, no, you're like one of these people. Lord, didn't we perform these miracles in Your name? Didn't we cast out spirits in Your name? Didn't we do these wonderful things in Your name? The Lord says, leave, go to outer darkness. You never allowed me to instruct you. You did what you wanted. And this is exactly what happens in Isaiah chapter 30. And we're going to get to that in a little bit. I'm going to finish out 10, Isaiah 10. But immediately in Isaiah 30, the Lord talks to these pastors in America. You did what you wanted, but you didn't do it with my counsel. So we want to get to that. So let's go, let's finish out with. Isaiah 10. Let's go back to verse 18 concerning Antichrist. God will destroy the splendid trees and lush gardens, in other words, the palaces of Antichrist, the Assyrian body and soul. This person, individual, will waste away to nothing, nothing like a disease-ridden invalid. A child will count what's left of the trees on the fingers of his two hands. Antichrist makes his palaces in the cedars of Lebanon. 
Now let's go to verse 20. And on that day also, what's left of Israel, the staggering survivors of Jacob, will no, lo no longer be fascinated by the abusive, battering Assyrian. In other words, this person will be so powerful that it will be almost awe-inspiring at how perfect he is in destroying. It says that in one verses in Daniel, one verse, it says that he will destroy marvelously. People will marvel at his ability to destroy the nations, to conquer, to invade. Verse 20, But these people will lean on God, the holy, yes, truly. The raging, the ragtag remnant, what's left of Jacob, will come back to the strong God. Your people Israel were once like the sand on the seashore, but only a scattered few will return. Destruction is ordered, brimming over with righteousness. So there's going to be destruction on the army of Antichrist plus Antichrist, and that destruction is going to flow. The righteousness of that destruction is going to be overwhelming. The righteousness upon the judgment. That's what we want. We want to see righteousness on the wicked. We want to see judgment of the wicked. And we, when this righteousness takes place, it overflows. It is wonderful. So here's what the Yahweh Sabaoth Yahweh Sabaoth has to say, the Lord of hosts. He will finish what he started all over the globe. Wherefore, Yahweh Sabaoth will say, say, state to his people, My dear, dear people who live in Zion, don't be terrorized any longer by the Assyrians when they beat you with the clubs and threaten you with the rods like the Egyptians once did. In just a short time, my anger against you will be spent and I'll turn my destroying anger around and upon the armies of the Assyrians. I, Yahweh Sabaoth, will go after them, after them, with a cat of nine tails and finish them off decisively. As Gideon downed Midian at the rock Oreb, as Moses turned the tables on Egypt, on that day, Assyria will be pulled off your back and the yoke of slavery lifted from your neck forever. Or for until we go into the millennial kingdom. So, verse 27, It shall be in that day that the burden of the Assyrian shall depart off your shoulders. The yoke shall be destroyed because of the fatness which prevents it from going around your neck. I don't understand that one. Now we're going to finish out. Verse 32. This very day, the Assyrian will stop at Nob, city of priests, shaking his fist at the mountains of the daughter of Zion. So in other words, when Antichrist comes to his end, he will know that it is once again Israel that God is protecting and no longer will Antichrist be allowed to persecute, punish any longer. 
He will shake his fist at the mountain of the daughters of Zion, at the hill of Jerusalem. But just as when the Assyrian is in sight of his goal, what's his goal? To destroy Israel completely. Behold the Lord, the Lord of hosts, will lop off the beautiful bows with terrorizing force. The high in stature will be hewn down and the lofty will be brought low. And he will cut down the thickets of the forest with an axe. And Lebanon, the Syrian, with this majestic tree shall fall by the mighty one and mightily. So, eventually, in the last 75 days, in the last 45 days, Antichrist will be destroyed. There will be the first half of the tribulation, three and a half years. Second half, the great tribulation, three and a half years. After that tribulation, those seven years are finished, there will be 75 days remaining. In the first 30 days, America will probably be destroyed at the end of that 30 days. But the rapture or the resurrection of God's children in all of the seven churches will take place. Then the woe judgments will begin upon the earth. Woe, woe, woe. These trumpets will begin to sound. And the destruction upon the Assyrian and the his armies will begin. Now concerning, so that ends that. Now this is the punishment of God on the apostate churches of America and the apostate Israel. Now we're going to talk about the rebellious children. Who are the rebellious children? Yes, there are the shepherds, the prophets in Israel. But God's focus is His body, His body, His church. And in the seven churches of God, He has those men that He has placed in positions of authority. But now we'll forget about six of the seven. We'll talk about evangelical Christianity. America is the land of the Laodicean churches. The other seven churches have come to the land of Laodicea, America. They've taken up residence here. But Laodicea, the land of America, is for solely for is here, America is here, was, came into existence so that the Laodicean church could come alive. It would jump shores from Europe to America and become a different type of body of believers. It would be evangelical, Bible-believing. Rome came over. Germany came over, England came over, Greece came over, but America is the land of Laodicea. They came to the Laodicean, the land of Laodicea. Laodicea is evangelical Christianity. This is the land of Laodicea. Now here's what the Lord says in Isaiah 30 to the pastors of America. Woe to the rebellious children says the Lord, who take counsel and carry out a plan, but not my plan, and who make a league and pour out a drink offering,
but not of my spirit, thus adding sin to sin. Many of the pastors in America have taken a direction, especially since the late 70s, and the direction they have taken has led the churches in America, the evangelical churches, into apostasy. We have a form of godliness. We have no power. Those in the churches who had power and authority and who were the, truly the lampstands of this country, the other pastors of the land made sure that these churches and people, individuals, were kept quiet, that they were not allowed to flourish. Woe to these people. Woe to them. It says, now this is also concerning Israel. Then it says, verse 2, the children set to go down to Egypt and have not asked me to flee to the strongholds of Pharaoh and to strengthen themselves in the strength and to trust in the shadow of Egypt. Many Christians have put their trust in the shadow of Egypt, the world. The pastors have not cautioned the children of God to not put their trust in the cosmos, into the kingdom that Satan rules over the world. So Egypt, Israel is going down to Egypt to trust in Egypt. Now this is a warning by God that Israel is going to make an agreement, a covenant, a, a uh, alliance with the king of Babylon. The American Christians have made an alliance with the systems of America. The Christians, the pastors of these churches, also have made an alliance with the world. And I could go through the whole chapter Isaiah chapter 30, but I, I don't have the time, so I'm going to get to the pertinent verses. So, uh, in verse 28, now we'll go back to verse 25. Okay, so Israel is an apostate. We're talking now, going back, we're in the last three and a half years. Upon every high mountain, this is verse 25, Isaiah 30, 25, upon every high mountain and every hill there will be brooks and streams of water in the day of the great slaughter, the day of the Lord when the towers fall and all his enemies are destroyed. So now we're at the in the last 
probably 45 days before Christ returns. You have the tribulation, seven years. After the seven years, you have 30 days. After that 30 days, you have 45 days. We're now in the 45 days, in the time where the Lord is now going to destroy the enemies. There will be brooks, streams of water in the day of the great slaughter, the day of the Lord. When the towers fall, all his enemies are destroyed. Verse 26, Moreover, the light of the moon will be like the light of the sun, and the light of the sun will be sevenfold, like the light of seven days. So in other words, we're getting into the millennial kingdom. Concentrated in that day that the Lord binds up the hurt of his people, heals their wounds inflicted by him because of their sins. Behold, the name of the Lord comes from afar, burning with his anger in a thick rising smoke. His lips are full of indignation and his tongue is like a consuming fire. His breath is like an overflowing stream that reaches to the neck to sift the nations with the sieve of destruction and bridle the, the bridle that and a bridle that causes them to err will be in the jaws of the people. You shall have a song as in the night when a holy feast is kept the glad and gladness of heart as when one marches in procession with the flute to go to the temple on the mountain of the Lord to the rock of Israel. The Lord shall cause his glorious voice to be heard and the descending blow of his arm to be seen coming down with indignant anger and with the flame of a devouring fire amid crashing blast and cloudburst, tempest and hailstones. So now in the last, at the end of that 45 days, now the punishment is coming on the Antichrist and his enemies. The voice of the Lord, at the voice of the Lord, the Assyrian Antichrist and the Assyrians will be stricken with dismay and terror when he smites them with his rod. And every passing stroke of the staff of punishment and doom which the Lord lays upon them shall be to the sound of Israel's timbrels and lyres. When in battle he attacks Assyria with swinging and menacing arms. So eventually Antichrist and his armies that have been allowed to afflict Israel, now it's the time of their punishment. This is Armageddon. And uh, we're going to be back in just a few minutes. And we're going to finish and see what happens at the very end of that 45 days. What happens? We're going to see how Antichrist has finally ended and where he's going to reside for eternity. So we'll be right back. Hi, listeners. Jack here. The Hunting and Sportsman Gun Show is Northern Colorado's premier event in 2021. These shows feature dozens of vendors that guarantee the best selection of guns and ammo in Northern Colorado, from the Loveland Outlet Mall to Island Grove Park in Greeley. For show dates, locations, or table reservations, visit PEShows.com. That is PEShows.com. 
While you're out, visit Harsh Outdoors at 600 Oak Avenue in Eaton, Colorado. They carry a full line of ATVs, UTVs, mowers, trimmers, sprayers, and chainsaws from Husqvarna, DR, Generac, and EasyGo. Whether you have a half an acre or 1,000, they carry the equipment you need. They always have a full-line gun store with lots of firearms, ammo, safes, and accessories. Check out HarshOutdoors.com. That's HarshOutdoors.com. Backyard or Back 40, Harsh Outdoors has got you covered. Most people think they can't afford to invest in gold and silver. But at the Patriot Trading Group, we believe that everyone should have the opportunity to own hard assets. That's why we created our Preferred Metals Program. You can get started for as little as $100 a month. Go to allamericangold.com and click on our preferred metals icon to learn how you can get started today. Or call us at 800-951-0592, the Patriot Trading Group, allamericangold.com. Hey there, guys. How long have you been waiting for good, conservative-quality radio? Well, you finally reached your destination at 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. We're going to finish out uh, Isaiah 30. I didn't go through the whole chapter. It's very involved. But... Uh, I'm finishing out the last 45 days, the time of the woes of God, the final when God begins to lift his uh, restricting, punishing hand on Israel and begins to destroy the Antichrist armies and all the armies of the world that come to Armageddon. Verse 27, look, the name of the Lord comes from far away. His anger is like a fire with thick clouds on smoke. His mouth is filled with anger. His tongue is like a burning, consuming, devouring fire. Remember how the Lord will consume Antichrist with the breath of his mouth? This is what it's saying right here. That's in Second Thessalonians, Thessalonians chapter 2. Verse 28. His breath is like a rushing river which rises to the throat. He will judge the nations as if he is sifting them through the strainer of destruction. He will place in their mouths a bit that will lead them the wrong way. There is a verse in uh, Isaiah 14 where when Antichrist is destroyed, the whole earth begins to sing. Well, here Israel, it talks about Israel singing. Israel is going to sing also. Verse 29. You will sing happy songs. You will have a song. As on the nights you began a festival. You will be happy like people listening to flutes. As they come to the mountain of the Lord, to the rock of Israel. The Lord will cause all people to hear his great majestic glorious voice and to see his powerful arm come down with anger with the great fire that burns everything consuming devouring like a great storm with much rain and hail 
Assyria will be afraid. The Assyrian also and his armies will be afraid, terrorized, shattered, when it hears the voice of the Lord, because he will strike Assyria with a rod. When the Lord punishes Assyria and the Assyrian with a rod, he will beat them to the music of the tambourines and the harps. He will fight against them with his mighty weapons. Now, here is where the Antichrist goes, his own personal residence. Tophet, the burning place, has been made ready for a long time. It is ready for the king. It was made deep and wide with much wood and fire. And the Lord's breath will come like a stream of burning sulfur to set it on fire. So that is the end of the Assyrian. But the Assyrian has a role to play. And we cannot stop what he is going to do in this country. We cannot stop. We cannot interfere with God's plan. God is going to have a remnant, a group of faithful believers that are going to allow God to work with them, to instruct them, to help them to be the godly people that He desires they be. His desire is for every believer to be godly. Every believer to be fruitful. Every believer to be victorious. But it takes an attitude. It's a personal choice. And it's tough to give give up things that you may not want to give up. To... uh, Put things on the altar. I know that uh, at points in my life there were opportunities that would just be the most fantastic opportunities, but I knew those opportunities were not God and I had to give them up. If I wouldn't have given them up, I would not be where I am today. We all have to decide what is the most important thing that we can do with God's help to accomplish the great purpose that God has for our lives individually. We are very valuable, every one of us, very valuable. But there is a cosmos out there that is very powerful. It very powerful. The sun, you know, will keep the seed from growing. Now I'm going to. Uh, I know I have given you quite a few verses. This I read all of Isaiah chapter ten. This is the last three and a half years. And the last 
75 days. And what the Assyrian or Antichrist, one of his names, is going to do to the children of Israel. Also what the Assyrian is going to be allowed to do to the evangelical churches and all the churches in America. God is going to have a, a church that is an overcoming church. The gates of hell will not prevail against it. Though the gates of hell presently are appears to be victorious, still there is this residue of people that are not going to be influenced or affected or they're going to they're going this residue of people are going to be faithful. Isaiah 10, Isaiah 30, and Isaiah 28 all talk about Israel and her apostasy. It also talks about evangelical Christianity in America and its apostasy. I know I'm hammering this over and over. This matter of apostasy is so important for the American Christians to understand. If you have no spiritual power in your life, it's because you are affected by the teachings and the doctrines and the or you're not affected by the teachings of Christ, the doctrines of Christ, the eschatology in the Bible, because you're not affected by the history, church history. I I remember um, I have a friend who was a good friend with a black pastor out of Africa. And the black pastor's name was Benson Idahosa. He was a very charismatic, flamboyant pastor in Africa. But one thing about Benson Idahosa, he knew the will of God. He knew the plan of God for his life. He knew what God would allow him to do. And he had the authority. And he used that authority for the churches that he was the apostle of in all of, I think, Nigeria and, and out. He, um, this friend told me that he had gone on a mission trip to, I think it was Nigeria, Benin City. And Benson, Idaho, so I told this story before. He bought the land that witch doctors gathered together on and it was that land where voodoo came into existence in Africa. Benson met the Lord and as the years went on God told him where to go what to do. He was to buy that land where voodoo began and he bought it. Well, the witch doctors were happy because they were making a good income and they knew that that property would never be used for the things of God because their voodoo 
doctors. Which doctors? Well, Benson put everything together. There were a lot of trees, tall trees on that property. And he got heavy equipment to come in, bulldozers, to knock the trees down and then shoved the trees to the back of the lot away from where the building was going to be erected. They knocked it down, leveled, started, began to level the ground. Everybody went home, came back the next day. All the trees were back in place, right where they were the day before. The people that were the construction running the equipment, they were freaked out. But Benson said, no, that's okay. He said, go ahead, knock them down again and shove them back to the back of the property. Knocked it down again. Came back the third day, they're up again. These people didn't want to go on the property. But Benson told them, no, go ahead, it's okay. Knock them down. Knocked them down. They did not. They came back the fourth day. The trees were at the back of the lot. There's a principle. Isaiah, I'm sorry, not Isaiah, Isaac. Isaac would go and dig a well for his flocks, for his herds. And he would water his herds. And in the night, enemies would come and fill the hole up. Plug it up. So, Isaac, the next day, dig another well water his herds and his flocks. Next day, he'd come back to that well. It was covered up again. They'd fill it up. Dig a hole the third day, water his herds and his flocks. Came back the fourth day. The well was still... They didn't cover it up. They left it alone. Because the enemy knew, eventually, they could see that Isaac... Was going to, was was determined. He was going to dig another well. That well would the third well would have been filled. He'd have digged. A, he would have digged a fourth, and a fifth, and a sixth, and a seventh, and an eighth. This is the resolve that Christians have to have. You fail. You have the resolve. Okay, get up, go on. You fail. Okay, get up, go on. Again and again. And again, and eventually you'll begin to get the victories. Benson knew the principle. And this friend, uh, they had a, he had a revival, a meeting. He wanted to call his churches together. These people had to walk 50 miles. And it just so happened that the day that he had chosen to have to address the congregations, these were thousands and thousands of people. They had to walk. It had been raining. The friend said that when these people, it was about a half hour before the uh, the address was to be made to these people, speakers were up, everything was ready. It was still raining. And he said, he told me, he says, no kidding, brother. This is a friend of mine that was there. He says, no, no kidding, brother. Benson pointed to the heavens, and he commanded the rains to cease, and 
He said, I command you to cease in the name of Jesus Christ. Stop. He said in 30 minutes, he said within 15 minutes, the skies were already beginning to break apart. It was clear. Sun was out during the whole time that he ministered to that group of people. Probably most of the day. And he said, there was a woman that came in a wheelchair. And he said, Benson was praying for people, casting out spirits. But there was one sister in a wheelchair, an old lady, older black lady. And he walked over to her and he said, Sister, you're healed. Stand up. And she started, Well, no, brother, I can't because I'll fall. And he goes, No, sister, you're healed. The Lord told me you're healed. You came, you're healed, stand up. She wouldn't stand up. He went over. He lifted her up and told the people, remove that chair. And he says, now stand up. Just stand here. She stood there. He says, now walk. She began to walk. And he said, I knew you were healed. The Lord told me you were healed. You just didn't know it. And the friend told me that he got very offended when Benson grabbed her to lift her up. He was offended because Benson would do that. And after the lady walked around a little bit, Benson turned back to this friend, looked at him right in the eye, and he said, the reason you have no power is because you have a Western mindset. Remember what I'm telling you right now. Bezanidahosa in the land of witchcraft, starting a church, a building, on the land where voodoo came into existence, looks at this brother, a pastor, and tells him, Brother, the reason you have no power is because you have the Western mindset. We in America that are going to be effective have got to break the Western mindset on our thinking. And what do I mean by that? We have to have the thinking that the Holy Spirit has given us through His holy, mighty Word. The thinking that we've got to have can only come through the power that is in the holy Word of the living God. With that kind of thinking, you will break the Western mindset. You don't think you can be healed because you have hospitals. You don't think you can live because you have grocery stores and you're gonna you're you don't you're not gonna go hungry. No, God has other ways to take care of people. But it has to be through faith, and that faith comes through the Word of God. And not just through the Word of God, but by praying the Spirit of God over that Word, the Spirit of God over your mind, so that your mind is full of the Spirit of God and your heart is full of the Word of God. American Christians, we have a Western mindset that works against the Kingdom of Heaven. In Africa, they see miracles daily. Not because they're after miracles. 
but because they need miracles to live. We're going to need miracles in our future. We're going to be right back. Rick Rodriguez. This is Carter, bail agent at ASAP Bail Bonds. We now have a radio show. Tune in every Sunday at 2 to 3 to learn the truth about bail. Feel free to give us a call anytime for free bail information. 970-378-7878. We want you to know the truth about the rise in crime. Tune in every Sunday at 2. Hi, this is Steve Pardue, Ramsey Auto Group. My partner, Mike Ramsey, and I, we're at 6310 West 10th Street, Greeley, Colorado. RamseyAG.com, 970-443-5654. We are the working man's friend. We are a Christian-based company, and we believe in taking care of our customers even more than selling a vehicle. Come see us anytime. We specialize in large trucks and SUVs, and we do recondition our cars to a fault. 970-443-5654, RamseyAG.com, Ramsey Auto Group. Dehebo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. So it naturally has antifungal, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-infection, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. But maybe more importantly, Dehebo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea builds corpuscles in the blood which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen oxygen to develop and cancer happens to die in oxygen. The tea is great for healthy people and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. Dehebo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea is only $34.95 plus shipping. Order now at DehiboTeaClub.com, 818-610-8088. Dehebo is spelled T-A-H-E-B-O. DehiboTeaClub.com, 818-610-8088. 1360 KHNC is proud to announce our partnership with My Kind CBD, a local Colorado-based company that uses no pesticides, no herbicides, completely organic, no heavy metals. All their products are CAO certified. That's right, independently lab certified. Our prices are the best in the country. Go out to 1360KHNC.com and hit the shopping cart button and make your purchase today. Next-Gen Windows and Doors of Fort Collins provides superior window and door replacement to northern Colorado homeowners for over 20 years. Next-Gen was just voted best in NOCO for window service companies and has hundreds of five-star reviews. Call now for a free in-home evaluation, 970-888-6588, or visit them online at nextgenwindowsanddoors.com. Mention KHNC when you call and get a 5% discount. Winter's here. Stop the draft.
If I didn't love you, if I didn't love this audience, if I didn't love God's people, if I didn't love the world, I would lie to you. I would make it easy for you. I wouldn't tell you the truth. I would go do something else. But we have a Western mindset. We have a Western mindset. Born in America, land of ease, everything we want, we can have, we want to work for it, even if we don't want to work for it. But the problem is, it affects us in our spiritual abilities, in our walk with the Lord, with what God wants us to do, asks us to do. Follow through. If you fail, get up, move on. You have the blood of Jesus Christ. You have the Spirit of God. You have the Word of God. You have a reality of who God is. He is real. He is for you. He's not against you. He will chastise you. He will punish you. He will afflict you so that you bear more fruit. If you're disobedient, Expect you're going to be chastised, just like the children of Israel. But if our ways are pleasing to the Lord, even our enemies have to be at peace with us. With Benson Idahosa, he uh, told his friend, "We have a Western. You have a Western mindset. That's why." You don't have any power, any authority. And this friend was very gifted, very gifted. But still. And this, I heard this story in like 1999. I never forgot it. And I have always looked to see where my Western mindset is affecting me and my spiritual walk. I'm giving you the testimony this is what I do. I want to be effective. I want to be effective in my teaching. I want to be effective in my personal life. I want to be effective in my prophesying. I want to be effective for my sake, but I also want to be effective because I know God's will. He is going to have a church that the gates of hell will not stand against. God bless you. God bless you. Talk to you next week. Join me. We're going to continue to go deeper. Kids, when making those cool motorcycle sounds when riding your bikes, don't use your baseball or even your Pokemon cards because they may be worth money someday. Instead, use that embarrassing baby picture that your mom took of you in that ridiculous outfit. But when she finds out, you didn't hear that from us. Another friendly reminder from 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Always wear your helmet. You're listening to the roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Grand.